Hello and welcome to episode 12 of CFFC, A Tactical View. My name is Chapin Zeal. I am your host. I appreciate you joining me today. I apologize for for missing last week's episode. Has some things come up that I was unable to to get it recorded. So this week we are going to be looking at th- the last three matches the Fire had against FC Cincinnati, New York Red Bulls, and New York City FC. But before we get too far into it, make sure you subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review. When you leave a a written out review for me, I will read it out on the podcast and give you a personal shout out. And yet again, this week, my listeners, you're letting me down out there. I need someone to give me a review, please. It would be greatly, greatly appreciated. So we are going to look back at week 11 in MLS Chicago Fire against FC Cincinnati that took place on May 15th. And you had a starting lineup. They, the MLS website has it in as a 4-3-3 this time. So a little bit of a change up from the usual 4-2-3-1. Uh, usual, mainly usual suspects though. Slonina in goal, Sekulich at right back, Amsberg, Shehos, and Bornstein to follow follow right to left there. And then the three across midfield were Federico Navarro, Gaston Jimenez, and Chris Mueller. And the three across the front were Fabian Herbers, Chinoso, Four, and Jordan Shakiri out at the left wing. So unfortunately, we will be discussing real quick a 2-1 fire loss to Cincinnati. And since we're we're going through three matches, I'm going to I'm going to zip through them a little bit quicker, a little less detail than I than I have normally been doing. So we are going to jump ahead into the 33rd minute. Cincinnati get a goal kick after a fire corner was was headed wide. A decent opportunity. It was a good delivery from Shakiri, which, as everyone knows, I've been fairly critical. But the, these few matches, his deliveries have been better. This one, unfortunately, went a little bit wide. So Cincinnati plays a goal kick, and they get the ball up to midfield. Work it to the left-hand side, play a long ball into the penalty box. Takes one bounce, and uh, Gaga took a step out as it was coming in. Stepped back as as it took a bounce. Stepped back forward as as it went back into the air. But unfortunately, Shehost decided he was going to head the ball backwards, thinking that Gaga had had stepped all the way back to the goal line, and it went in for an own goal. Cincinnati won the fire nil, so a little bit of a miscommunication or lack of communication between Shehos and and Gaga, which, as far as I can recall, is the first time this season that there's there's been there's been true miscommunication like that um, in terms of in terms of it coming back to to instantly instantly uh bite the fire in in the butt so disappointing disappointing start but 
I will, I will, I know, I know Guy got posted on, on social media, he's had a couple of rough matches here, but this, I don't, I don't put a whole lot of blame on really either one of them, it was a little bit of a difficult situation, the, as the ball came in, um, number 19, uh, Vasquez for, for Cincinnati, he, went to play the ball and it he barely missed it maybe he got a got a slight slight nick on it so i think it kind of threw gaga off he wasn't sure he was initially coming out for it but again as it as it bounced and vasquez missed that touch he started dropping back i think in, in anticipation of of vasquez making a touch on the ball but again, he didn't, and ended up in in the back of the fire net, unfortunately. So, again, it's it's frustrating, but not not the worst thing in the world that that can happen when you're a defender. You end up with own goals. Every every defender, every defender is going to have an own goal at some point in his career. So then, jumping way ahead to the 82nd minute. And the Fire have good possession after after another corner for them was cleared out. They possess the ball well, and Shakiri played the ball into the penalty box from about halfway in there in the Fire attacking half along the left hand side. Cincinnati won the header, but it only they were only able to clear it to about the edge of the penalty box where Sekulich was able to able to. Win the ball and take a shot. Uh, unfortunately, though, it was deflected and went out for a corner. So then on the ensuing corner kick in the 83rd minute, Shakiri once again take goes over to take it. And it was a near post delivery. And John Duran, who had been subbed on earlier in the match, Got his head to it with a little flick uh, to the to the far post in for a goal. So it is Fire 1, Cincinnati 1, and that was John Duran's first career MLS goal. So good to see him. Good to see him getting on the score sheet first time in first time in his in his professional career. And again, it was it was a it was a good a good delivery from Shakiri. It was to the near post, but you could tell with with Duran's movement inside of the box that it was he was Shakiri was expecting Duran to be there, and it wasn't necessarily a a poor delivery. So Shakiri again has been has been putting in some some better 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 deliveries from corners at least. So then in the in the eighty fifth minute, then pretty quick after the fire equalize. The Fire are able to win a free kick in their defensive half right on the edge of the penalty box, and Gaga goes back to take it. He plays it out wide right to to Amsberg, who plays it back to Gaga, and he has a heavy first touch while getting while getting some pressure put on him. Cincinnati are able to win the ball uh, on their on the Fire's defensive right. Inside of the penalty box, able to take a couple of dribbles, get into uh, just a little bit of space, just enough enough of a window to take a shot, and is able to put it into the back of the net. So Cincinnati 
Just two minutes after giving up, the equalizer take the lead to one over the fire. So, yes, it was a yes, it was a mistake by Gaga in terms of giving the ball giving the ball away. But at the same time, I don't put he turned the ball over. But the the Cincinnati were were able to were able to just get the shot away. They they Amsberg stabbed for the ball and he, you know, went down to one knee and that gave that gave the attacker just that again that slight slight window to be able to get the shot away. It was a tough shot hard and low. Um so, you know, tough for Gaga to get down to it. And Jimenez was making a run back and it, he he ended up running right right alongside the ball carrier about one or two touches before he took the shot. So yeah, Gaga gave the ball away, and I know everyone's been hard on Gaga over this match specifically, but again, just kind of a, a rough week for him. But it's it's the goal is not necessarily his fault. The turnover, yes, is a hundred percent his fault. I don't deny that. So. That's basically how it wraps up. Uh, not much action after that. Fire lose once again 2-1 to Cincinnati. It has been a very difficult. So that concluded four losses in a row for the fire. Stretching back to April 23rd. Not Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot to to talk about from this match. They were able to get away a lot of shots. They took 19 total shots. Only five of them on target. Eight of them were off target with five of them being blocked. That's been, if you've listened in the past, that has been something that that I have have harped on on them about is their, is their, their, them taking shots from distance and ending up getting just getting blocked um and it it just it ends up getting blocked and they they end up turning the ball over and you know they're on their they're on their back foot all of a sudden so some of that stuff again is great to see 19 shots but you'd like to see maybe a, a little bit more more accuracy in terms of on target and seeing fewer and fewer and fewer getting blocked. So tough match. Tough match to watch in terms of in terms of the the fire own goal and then the giving up the winning goal pretty much immediately after you equalize. But positive note you had Shakiri getting the assist for for Duran with his with his first MLS goal. So we move ahead to week 12 where the Fire took on the New York Red Bulls on May 19th. This was Wednesday, May 19th, I believe it was a Wednesday. And the Fire came out in their usual 4-2-3-1 with Gaga Slonina in goal as John Espinosa at right back, Tehran at right center back, Amsberg at left center back, Miguel Navarro at left back, and then Federico Navarro and Maurizio Pineda as your holding mids. Mueller, Shakiri, 
Gutierrez across that midfield three and John Duran up front filling in for the the still still injured Casper Shabilko still nursing a little bit of a back injury. So jumping into this match, we are going to get into the 18th minute and the New York Red Bulls play the ball out wide left. About halfway in their attacking half, put the ball into the center of the of the of the pitch right along the edge of the penalty box. One touch inside the penalty box, a nice through ball to to a runner going into the box, and Espinoza with a little bit of a shoulder into the back. The the Red Bull player goes down. And the ref calls for a penalty. VAR goes to confirm it. And it was confirmed that Espinoza put a little shoulder in the back for a penalty. So in the 20th minute, then, the Red Bulls step up for their penalty shot. And they get a good shot low and hard to Gaga's left. He goes the correct way, but unfortunately it was a little bit too hard for him to get down to. And all the way over to it was a good shot into the corner for the Red Bulls to take a 1-0 advantage over the fire pretty early in the match. So then into the 38th minute, the fire have a goal kick and Duran wins wins the ball and he has the ball to Shakiri. He one-touch volleys it up to Mueller making a run beyond the defenders. And he runs into the penalty box onto the ball and ends up having three Red Bull defenders close him down, but he does a really good job of retaining possession and playing a good 1-2 ball with Gutierrez, who made a run into into the box. And Mueller was able to get a shot away from right at the corner of the six-yard box Hard and high into the into the roof of the net to equalize one one. So I had said it earlier in in an earlier episode about Chris Mueller saying that I wasn't the biggest fan of his when he was at Orlando City, but I must say so far what I've seen from him in a fire uniform, I am very impressed. He's been very good going forward. This was his first fire goal. So it's good to see him. It's good to see him get get on the score sheet with the with his first goal for the fire and and again so far in the in the in the minutes he's played he's been he's been really good on the front foot and putting putting a lot of pressure on on the defensive defensive lines for the opponents. So then in the 49th minute, the fire earn a corner and Shakiri once again goes over to take it and once again plays a ball to the near post. And once again, who's there to flick it on with his head? No one but John Duran. But instead of going into the net with his, with his flicked header, Wyatt Amsberg is there on the end of it from about two yards out and drives a header into the back of the net for his first ever professional goal for for the fire and in MLS to put the fire up 2 to 1 over New York Red Bull. So going back to week 11, it was a very similar very similar uh corner piece corner corner piece play 
So um, this time, though, rather than Duran flicking it straight into the into the far post to score himself, the the flick on with the header ended up right in a in a dangerous area, and and I I feel like it was probably something from the training ground because it's been done a couple of times. And Amsberg is attacking that far post and again able to drive it in. So good to see, good to see some, some better, maybe, and maybe, maybe the deliveries aren't necessarily better from Shakiri, but the, the fire training staff are utilizing the, all of these near post uh, deliveries from him because most of them I don't have. I don't have exact stats on it. I would be interested to see, but I, I, most of his, his corners end up at the near post, usually getting headed away from, from the goal by the, by the first defender. So maybe, maybe the fire, fire training staff again have, have come up with some set plays to have, to have your striker in this case, Duran, be attacking that near post just to, to flick it on into into the center of into the center of goal and see what happens. So jumping ahead a few minutes then into the fifty eighth minute and the Red Bulls play a long ball over the top from their defensive half into their attacking half. And it was collected in down around the the left hand corner. And they roll a ball into the penalty box. First player takes a swing at it, whiffs and misses. Second player, unfortunately, though, takes a good, strong shot. Gaga was able to get a hand, get his hands on it, but unfortunately, it was, it was still spilled through and in for a goal to tie it up to two. So, Again, back to week 11. I know Gaga had a, had a tough week with, with giving the ball away with with the own goal even though technically that was very very little his fault but given the goal or given the ball away to end up having Cincinnati score a goal it's and then this one where it definitely should have been saved it was it was maybe i i leveled maybe just a touch over his head but definitely a save that he he has made in the past i don't know if I don't know if some of week 11 against Cincinnati was weighing on his mind still and wasn't feeling the most confident, but which would surprise me because he still had a very good game. He still had a, had, he still had a good match despite giving the ball away in the own goal against Cincinnati. He still had a good match. He still had a good match against, against Red Bulls, made a couple of good saves, so... Not sure where exactly the shakiness came from, but hopefully he is, hopefully he is able to able to get himself out of it sooner than later. So then we jump ahead into the 89th minute, where the Red Bulls take a free kick long, and the Fire are able to win it. Sekulich heads the ball down to Jairo Torres, who came on earlier in the match, and he plays the ball forward to Casper Shabilko. Who ends up playing it right back to Torres, running up in that in the right side channel, plays the ball to the right to Shabilko, making an overlapping run. 
and he ends up playing a ball into the penalty box. A little bit of a little bit of a weak ball rolling along the ground. Nothing, not too dangerous. And the Red Bulls are able to win the ball. But Fabian Herbers, who who came on as well a little bit earlier in the match, was able to make a nice tackle, put pressure on the ball, and win it back. With Shakiri collecting on the edge of the edge of the penalty box, right there in the middle, took one touch to to his left and a little bit forward into the penalty box. Takes a nice shot low and to the left, and puts it into the back of the net for the Fire to go up three two in the 89th minute. You would think that would be the end of it. Fire win 3-2, but you would be wrong. We are going to jump into the 90th and 91st minute. Red Bulls are able to play out from the back with very little, very little to no pressure through their, through their defensive half. And they get into midfield, work into their attacking half with, with a little bit of pressure starting to build on them. And get a through ball into the penalty box along the left-hand side. And they cut it back to the edge of the six-yard box and take a shot hard and low. And Gaga is unable to get all the way down to it. So another New York Red Bull goal for a fire three Red Bull three draw at the very end of it. So... A pretty disappointing, disappointing end to it when you when you take a two-one lead and then they get back to two. Then you take a three-two lead and you give it up to to end up drawing three-three. And it's even more heartbreaking when you go ahead in the 89th and then give up the the game the the match tying goal in the 91st. So. Again though, it's it's they they looked better. They were at least able to get three three goals. Shakiri scored from from open play and not the penalty spot. Chris Mueller looked good getting getting his first goal uh for the fire and you you have you have Jairo Torres looking good and getting some minutes. He's he's still carrying a little bit of a knock from his first week in training. So there are there are a few positive signs but the the defensive defensive stability has been a little, has been getting a little bit shaky these these last few matches. So this this uh, this draw at least ended their their four match losing streak but it continues their 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 winless streak and they haven't won since March 19th against Sporting Kansas City. So we're going to jump ahead into week 13. MLS week 13 against New York City FC. And looking at the lineups, we had once again the usual 4-2-3-1. Slonina, Sekulich, Amsberg, Pineda, Navarro. Federico Navarro and Jimenez as holding mids. Mueller, Shakiri, Gutierrez, and Duran. So this one ended up in a 1-0 fire loss. So not a not a whole lot in terms of in terms of in terms of goal scoring action but overall it was a good game. It was disappointing to see the fire 
to see the fire lose when they when they didn't give up much many many good opportunities to to New York F, uh yeah NYCFC so in the 19th minute New York have a corner they play a ball into the penalty box right along the penalty spot and they get a shot away first time on the half volley and Gaston Jimenez was playing at the near post and he was able to clear it away off the line had he not been there Gaga had no chance of saving it so scary moment right there pretty early in the match 19th minute but Jimenez Jimenez keeps us keeps it at nil nil so then into the 20th minute, the ensuing corner from that clearance, they they put the ball into the far post. New York is able to get a head on it, but unfortunately the the ball ends up going into Miguel Navarro's left arm while he was jumping up to contend for the ball. And letter of the law says that is a penalty. So it takes it takes a couple of minutes, but VAR and the referee goes over to the monitor and they confirm that it is indeed a penalty. Now, I watched the fire broadcast as as well as the the NYCFC broadcast, and both commentaries felt like it was harsh. It's again, it's according to the letter of the law. Yes, a hand a handball, but. When you are jumping up in the air, you can't keep your hands down by your side. They are going to go up in the air as well. So it is it is a a difficult difficult penalty to end up giving up. So in the twenty third minute, then they finally step up for the penalty shot. It was hard and low to Gaga's left. Gaga went right. No way you're gonna save that. New York City FC goes up 1-0 over the fire, and that is how it ended up. The fire, it was it was not, not the best match by the fire. It wasn't their worst match, but they they in terms of defensively, you're only going down 1-0, and it was to again a, a correct penalty call but maybe a questionable one in terms of what the law says but those were that was the only goal you gave up you didn't give up a ton of chances uh Maxi Morales in the second half had a had a really good opportunity from outside the box it ended up taking a slight deflection and going up off of the off of the post and the and the crossbar so Again, not the worst result in terms of your performance, but uh, not the result you want in terms of the scoreline. So that is now, I believe it is nine, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine in a row that they have not won a match. They have only won two on the season. Positive news, though. They are taking on Toronto FC... 608 Saturday May 28th BMO Field up in Toronto and I say it's positive news because about the only team right now that is doing as poor as the fire is Toronto FC 
So they have, they are currently, um, they are currently, let me pull it up real quick here. Points-wise, Chicago have 11, Toronto has 12. Toronto, they can score some goals. They have 18, 18 on the season compared to the Fire's 11, but they've also given up 25 compared to 17 by the Fire. So they definitely, I remember saying it about FC Cincinnati, they definitely can give up goals, but they are able to score they had four against New York City. They had, uh, they had, they had, and then they've pretty much had two in most of their matches. Won a few times when they've lost a couple of couple of zeros up there, but they they can score. They've there's they've scored in every match except for two. So the defense is going to have to be on, and hopefully we'll be able to see. Uh, Chris Mueller and Jairo Torres on the pitch at the same time for for longer intervals. Again, they've both they both have been kind of easing their way into the fire side, not not going a full ninety, getting subbed out, getting brought on, maybe at sixty seventy minutes or so. So it'd be nice to see both of them because again, they are both bringing some some good flair, some good. Some good attack to to the fire, which is is something that the fire have desperately needed, and you need Shabilko to start knocking some goals in, and you need you need Shakiri to start carrying some of some more weight. I know he does a lot for the fire, but in terms of assists and goals, he I personally feel like he can definitely bring some more. So maybe as as Mueller and Torres get a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more used to used to the side and can bring their talent to to the club some of his some of his ability will will be shining a little bit more so don't forget Saturday May 28th 608 kickoff Chicago Fire take on Toronto it is the third and final of this of this little road road run so Hopefully they are able to come out with it with at least one point, ideally three points. And again, it is live on ESPN Plus and WGN. Go fire!